Welcome to day 11 of National Podcast Post Month here on The Spotlight. I am your host, Ben Beck, and I'm taking you back a little bit with this one. This is uh, directors Derek Lee and Cliff Prouse, who had written and directed and starred in the movie Afflicted. Uh, which was a relatively unknown horror movie at the time and has, has since found some notoriety, which I'm actually really happy about. One of the reasons why this stand, this one stands out so much for me, and I chose it to be part of this, is because we held the milestone of being Derek and Cliff's first ever promotional interview. Uh, if I remember correctly, they were sitting next to each other uh, both on their own individual phones, sitting in a car together. Uh, they didn't know how to approach it. They had never really done promotion for their project yet. We were the first ones to do it. We were the ones to break them in. And we were still relatively new at the time, too, Adam and I. So it was a really cool experience to, to be their first, uh, their first promotional interview. Uh, and they helped us along the way as well by being one of ours as we were still getting our start. So it's a really cool experience. I hope you guys enjoy this. If you haven't seen it already, the movie's been out for a number of years already. Check out the movie Afflicted. It's a really cool movie, uh, like I said, that has found some popularity since then. But until that time, enjoy this conversation with directors, writers, and producers Derek Lee and Cliff Prouse. All right, everybody, welcome once again to another Next Level Radio guest spotlight. I am Ben Beck, joined as always by my co-host, Adam Corey. Tonight, we are bringing you a live interview. Yes, we are broadcasting live right now, this interview on Mixler. Uh, now, for anybody who knows me, I'm not sure about Adam that much, but for anybody that knows me, uh, I am a huge horror fan, and we had the opportunity to see this new film by CBS Films called Afflicted that is out right now on video on demand, uh, on demand and in select theaters. And we are joined tonight. I'm extremely happy about this because I loved the movie. The movie is awesome. We are extremely happy tonight to be joined by the writers and directors of the film afflicted please welcome to the show tonight derek lee and cliff prouse guys thanks for joining us on the show tonight thank you thanks for having us so um i know adam and i both got the chance to watch the film before we wanted to talk to you and i gotta say i, I absolutely love the film nice um, so we'll make this conversation a lot less awkward <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm not even a fan of horror films. Like, I, I like, you know, the sci-fi thrillers, like Alien and stuff like that. I thought this movie was fantastic. I don't usually even watch horror films, but um, this one was definitely worth it. It was really good. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, we, we're huge fans of uh, Ridley Scott and James Cameron and and all those, you know, 80s and 90s horror films that really were around when we were kids growing up. And, yeah, they obviously had a huge influence on this film as well. Uh, so for the people that are uh, that are listening to us right now and who haven't had the chance to see the movie, because believe me, we're definitely going to push them to uh, to see it. Tell everybody a little bit about the film. Obviously, there's some twists to it that we don't want you to spoil because we want everybody to be as surprised as we were when we saw it. But, nice. but tell them a little bit about the film. Right. So basically, Afflicted is a story about two best friends who set out to film their year-long trip around the world, but instead end up documenting this terrifying illness that starts to take one of them over. So that's, that's the basic premise of the movie. Yeah, it's a wild ride. It starts up as this really awesome buddy travel film, and things just sort of devolve and get crazier and wilder from there. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all you can say without giving too much away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
definitely a, uh, something you find out not too far into the movie, but um, maybe like yeah. not even halfway, I'd say, pretty close to the beginning. Yeah. That's a major plot point. Um, yeah. Yes. Where are you guys uh, calling us from? We're from Vancouver, BC, Canada. Okay. Is specifically, that... we're calling you from the inside of a car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best sound. It's the best sound we can get to get both of us on there on the air at once. No, that's okay. Are you guys um, both together that... right now? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, is that where you guys reside as well in Vancouver? Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we're writing our another feature film up here in our tiny little office uh, in Canada. Oh, Which, awesome. by the way, it's very nice. It's not rainy or snowy. It's very pleasant up here right now. <laughs> yeah, that, I know a lot of, uh, it seems like a lot of films and TV shows have been using Vancouver uh, lately. It seems to be getting a lot of uh, exposure. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I mean, it's great. I mean, I think for film production, because obviously we're directly north from Hollywood, uh, like from L.A.'s, we're in the same, uh, you know, um, time zone. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Plus we have mountains, you know, ocean, gorgeous. <laughs> And that's awesome for us as independent filmmakers because you all have all the infrastructure and gear and crew here and all these people who are really enthusiastic to be, uh, you know, when you're making your little films and sort of building yourself up, you have all access to all that stuff to be able to sort of uh, hone your craft. So it's, it's, it's an awesome place to be an independent filmmaker as well. Yeah, I had an opportunity to do it, uh, an independent film not too long ago too, and it, it took us about two years. And I know for a fact, just looking at the quality of my film, it was the first movie we ever made and it, it didn't, come out nearly as well as Afflicted did. Uh, we were also working uh, well, on a budget. You know, we were also working on a budget, too, that you could probably find in your couch cushions. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in fairness, uh, Afflicted was a four-year process for us, too. Uh, and we'd actually spent uh, over 10 years making short films before that. So it wasn't, it wasn't really our first go in the rodeo. We kind of, kind of knew uh, a large number of the tricks we wanted to pull off before going into it. Yeah, that's always a good thing to have that pre-planning done as well. Now, the movie app opened last week, and um, from what we've seen online as um, all over the place, it's getting great reviews. I know it's got an 86% right now on Rotten Tomatoes, which is, a, which is huge. <laughs> um, it's been very successful so far, at least in the small media that it's been. It's only been in a select theaters for right now, and people can rent it on demand and online. Are there any plans to release it to more um, more spread theaters, open at more theaters over the next couple of weeks? Um, as far as we know, no. Um, it was sort of an initial launch. Um, you know, and here in Canada, we've been lucky enough because uh, we actually opened up uh, quite wide, and we've been we've been uh, held over for another week. So that was really exciting. Um, but as far as we know, so far, not in the U.S., but it is, right now, it's the number one horror movie on iTunes, which is crazy. That's amazing, um, yeah. And, yeah, and, and, you know, we opened up, you know, against some pretty big movies, and it was number 24 overall, which is, which is kind of unheard of for a movie this small. So we're, we're really stoked about that. And it's a kind of movie, too, where, like, we, at this point, like, by all means, get it on demand. We want as many people to put their, get their eyes on it, see it. Tell us if they liked it or hated it, and just have a good, have a wild ride watching the movie. So, like, however it can get out to the people, the better it's really. That probably helps you because, I mean, I personally, I know, and Ben is the same way as well. We don't go to the theaters all that much. It takes a like a blockbuster type of movie to get me to leave my house <laughs> to go to a movie theater. So actually, yeah, streaming it was actually awesome, and you know, you can watch it over and over again, and you don't have to wait till it comes out on DVD, and you don't have to pay you know, these ungodly amounts for tickets and popcorn and all this stuff, and, you know, you don't have to drag your ass out of the house. You can just sit at home and watch it. And, awesome. more, and more importantly, you guys still make the money that you deserve for, for 
you know, the real <laughs> 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 appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you make, when you make your first feature film, you don't really, uh, brace yourself for an onslaught of money, but we're, we're definitely excited about getting the opportunity to make more films and with all the critical response and then the, 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 the great response online, we were so looking forward to seeing what doors open up for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, now, over the past several years, you know, we've seen a lot of, you know, found footage horror movies and another certain type of movie that I'm not going to mention because, like I said, it, it, it's a little bit of a spoiler, <laughs> but also a major plot point. But yeah, I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. This film seems, though, to give a fresh take on both of those, and it's really refreshing. Where did you guys come up with the idea for the movie like this? Well, I mean, originally it was about four years ago, and we were trying to figure out um, what we are going to do. It was, it was time to make our first feature film, and we thought, um, what can we do? Uh, we, had a, we had a feature film idea, but it was for this giant action movie, like a Born Identity-style action movie, you know, tens of millions of dollars, and we just thought, look, nobody is going to give a couple guys who nobody's ever heard of that kind of money to make their first movie. So let's go back to the drawing board and do something for the amount of money we can raise ourselves. And and basically we're just brainstorming one day and we um, just, I threw out there like supernatural documentary uh, and Derek's response was, was, we kind of just rolled from there because I, I didn't, <laughs> I admit I didn't love the idea when, when Cliff first pitched it, but the idea, like he said, was to reinvent some very trite, some very old ideas that have been in pop culture and media all over the place. We're like, let's make this scary again, but, but more importantly, make it feel real. Like, yeah. So the documentary found footage thing, which is not normally Cliff and I style, was hugely helpful in both achieving that as well as getting a first feature film done for not millions of dollars. And I was, I was going to mention that uh, a lot of the found footage stuff the camera is shaking and it makes you sick, you know, like Blair Witch Project, for example. This, because it was done documentary style, the camera was smooth for the majority of the time and it was really nice. Yeah, we tried very hard not to exactly make people vomit in the aisles. Uh, although, if they vomited because it was gory and scary, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not for and we also thought it would be really cool, like, the characters in the movie are filmmakers, and we kind of wanted um, the trajectory and the style of the movie to kind of devolve as the story devolves. So at first it starts off as this really sort of playful, fun, polished travel doc that kind of almost feels like something from, like, an MTV travel show or, or something like that. And then as the story takes a darker and darker turn, the polish and the music and all that kind of stuff fades away as the, you know, the psychology of the characters uh, gets more and more desperate and it just becomes much more sort of slapped together. And uh, that was a fun journey, we thought, to sort of take the audience on stylistically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, you, you had mentioned earlier that you guys have done short films. You know, you guys have done films before, mainly short films and things like that, but not anything uh, feature length like this. What made you guys de- de- uh, make that decision to take that leap from short film to feature film? And what was that, you know, what process did you have to go through to, to make that change? Um, and basically, over the, the four short films that we'd made over the last 10 years got bigger and bigger and bigger, and it, it, to the point where our last short film was like a three-camera, 70-person crew, wire work, stunts, special effects. Uh, it got to the point where we're like, well, we can't really make a bigger short film, so <laughs> it was time to take the next step. So psychologically, we just felt we honed our craft enough that like, if we were to spend a few hundred thousand dollars in the future, we wouldn't be wasting it. And then it was just a matter of how do we raise that money, and can we tell a story that when the, fit, when the finished product was done, you weren't like, oh, that's pretty good for the money they had. Like, we wanted to make sure the film, the concept of it was doable for that amount of money. So once we had the combination of, like, feeling like we were, like we were ready, getting the money together, and having a story and a concept that we loved that we thought we could execute, there was really no excuse not to go for it at that point. 
Yeah. Now, I know one, one big difference between uh, short films and major fil- uh, full-length films is the promotional part. Uh, and I know you guys have been doing a lot of promotion for this film that I'm sure you probably haven't done the same amount for any of your short films. Uh, what's the experience been like doing all the promotion? Because I'm sure that's, that might be a little new to you guys from before. Oh, it's uh, it's completely crazy. You're absolutely right. I mean, when you're making a short film, it's really about the artistic process of, of coming up with your film, your product, and, and then that's the end of it. Now it's, you know, you have to be able to be very articulate about exactly what it is you have. Um, you know, you're introducing yourself into the marketplace and really selling yourself and your movie. Um, having said that, it's it's been a pretty amazing experience to... Um, see the interest that people have in something you created and want to talk to you about it in a very excited way and we're um, and having fans approach us after movies and say wow you know we really appreciate what you guys did uh, with these two things that we thought were kind of really worn out and uh, you guys breathed, breathed new life in it, into it for us I mean that's something that as genre filmmakers and as genre film lovers just is so energizing and, and exciting we got to do Carson Daly that was awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> Any other your show? That's awesome. We're happy about that. We're happy about that. Absolutely. Any other talk shows in the works or in the future planned right now that we can check you out on when you're on? Uh, No, we did one in Canada called uh, the George Shabalabla show, which is really really great for us because it was like he had these heartfelt videos from when we were kids, just like Carson Daly did. I don't think we have anything major coming up. Just no, no, not right now. Okay. I think that when the uh, DVD gets released in about six weeks, uh, there's going to be another round of press, so who knows what will show up then. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, even doing something like your show, we're not used to, like, it, it is very um, nerve-wracking. Look <laughs> 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 yourself out there, like, okay, be educated. <laughs> you know, this is live, exactly, this is live, oh my God. <laughs> now, in, in the film, you guys play yourselves to a point. How much of your characters are actually true to the real you i mean i know you guys have known each other for a while but other than that yeah i mean so yeah basically the backstory that derek in the in the movie is exactly is exactly the same as in real life we met each other when we were 13 and um you know we've been friends ever since in making movies and when we were starting this process our whole thing was look if you want the movie to feel real the best thing to do would be to just to take a genre movie and just drop it into our actual lives and use as much of ourselves as possible. So, like, I think our core personalities, like, I'm definitely more of the worry ward. I'm sort of a, a bit more of the technophile, geeky one. You know, Derek is a world traveler. He's traveled all over the place. Like, we try to keep those core parts of our personalities, um, you know, basically in keeping with who we are. And then we could just push it further because, obviously, we've never been in the crazy supernatural life and death situations that we find ourselves in this movie but ultimately we just want to know that okay if i were i'm going to ground it in 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 my personality and now if it happens you're prepared kind of exactly (laughs) yeah exactly we've done this before yeah i I think that's one of the things too that helps make the movie uh, as as enjoyable and as believable as it is is the fact that you guys are pretty much yeah like you said in essence playing yourselves just in a a obviously more highly more dangerous situation right so, absolutely I, yeah we we exaggerated who we were to a little bit like Cliff is nowhere near as um trepidatious in real life as he is as his character is although the fear of heights thing which doesn't hugely play into the movie right now it used to know what that Cliff actually does jump out of an airplane i'm not ruining anything for the audience by the way it's just <laughs> yeah. a tiny little clip in the movie but, like he actually does jump out of an airplane for the film and that was a 
that was a big inspirational moment for the whole crew when uh, one of the directors who's actually got acrophobia jumps out of the title airplane. Things you do for your art, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you guys, you said you've known each other for, for a while. Uh, outside of the filmmaking, uh, all those years that you guys have known each other, is there anything like really funny or really crazy, like story-wise, you two have about each other? That there's just like one moment in your life that will just stand out that you guys will never forget, or is it pretty much just the the whole filmmaking aspect? You know, the moment that you're in right now. I I mean, our friendship goes back to some very embarrassing, hilarious times in high school. So, <laughs> not all of which can be probably said on air, but I would say that. Uh, there's a moment at the beginning of the film, which I don't want to ruin, but you guys have seen it, where Derek uh, meets a girl and things don't go the way he wants them to because Cliff and the boys come up with a plan. And uh, yes. that was actually from reality. Really? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was at least in part based on an actual event, which I have yet to forgive Cliff. And <laughs> yeah, we're jerky friends who like to interrupt each other when we're, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah. Completely understandable. Yeah. I, yeah, no, and I think too. Like this has just been such a crazy experience. When you talk about like, what are some crazy stories? Like, I can't really think of anything more crazy than you know. We started out four years ago making this little movie we thought might be a web series, and now you know we've traveled the world with it. Not only making it, but then you know uh, showing it at film festivals all over the place, and it's. You know, theatrically across North America, it's just absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah it's totally it's won, insane. It's won some film festival awards as well, right? Already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it's been it's been crazy. We won three awards at Fantastic Fest, which is you know, <laughs> just a crazy hardcore genre filmmaking festival. So that was kind of like, okay, these are our people. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, you know, this is where we're really going to you know sink or swim. And and you know, thankfully, people really loved it. So actually, I would also say that. Just the fact that Cliff and I made a movie where we had a 110-foot crane in the middle of a small town in Italy to launch a stunt guy around, that is a memory that will last me for the rest of oh, my life. I can, I can only imagine, that too, just having worked on some of the stuff that I did with the independent film that I worked on. That's got to be an incredible experience. Yeah, especially over oh, so much fun. It was awesome. Just one of those moments where you just it's kind of surreal. You just step back and, and kind of look and be like, wow, is this, is this really happening right now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now you had, a lot of those lately. Um, you had mentioned that the, the movie is coming out to DVD in about six weeks. Is there going to be like any added footage to the DVD? Any additional footage we didn't see in the in the cut that's out right now? Um, well, yeah, there are. There's going to be, I think, like three or four deleted scenes. One of the major ones was the skydiving scene that we talked about. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the original cut of the movie at the, near the beginning, um, there was a scene where Derek tries to needs to convince Cliff to that you know as part of this. The, the philosophy of this trip, they need to jump out of this plane and sort of leave all their, their fears and everything aside, and it's this really amazing sort of peak of their friendship kind of moment. And um, it's also like one of the favorite scenes of the audiences, well, the test audiences that we showed it to. Yeah. It, 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 it hurt us so much that they cut this scene out, and we're so glad people get to enjoy it on DVD. Um, there's also some behind-the-scenes stunt uh, stuff, so you can see how some of the tricks were done. Um, so there's some cool stuff in there for people to take a look at. Awesome. That, that's awesome. Yeah, because I, I like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting that and and uh, when it comes out. Um, nice. So I know we're running out. Uh, we're just about to the end of the interview. But I know usually when we do our interviews, what we like to do is we like to end on what we call our rapid fire questions. Pretty much four or five questions that we're just going to shoot to you. You don't have to go in into depth in them at all. Uh, Adam's going to ask you just answer with whatever the first answer that comes to your head. Okay. Before we get into that, I gotta ask because I'm a big House of Cards fan. Was Michael Gill in the film? 
I was gonna say because I uh, I was watching him like I didn't see him in there at all. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of would have blown the whole like realistic aesthetic. Whoa, whoa, he's a very good character actor. You just didn't yeah. notice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, was he the vineyard owner? Where the heck was he? Like, I'm thinking. He was actually, the, he was actually the cute waitress in the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's very good. Um, all right. So anyway, on to the rapid fire. Uh, what would be uh, your favorite show to watch on TV? Uh, True Detective. For both of you? I gotta go with Lost. Oh, nice. yeah. Lost fan. Uh, actor or director, again, this goes for uh, each of you, actor or director who has had the uh, most influence on you? I'm gonna go with Robert Rodriguez. He was the reason why we started making movies in the first place after we saw Desperado. Uh, I'll say Luke Besson, because the Femme Nikita and the Professional are amazing. <laughs> um, favorite convenience store candy, you know, like uh, Skittles, Hershey's, stuff like that? Uh, nibs. Strawberry nibs. I'm going to go with nerds for nostalgic value. <laughs> <laughs> and la- last one. Uh, if you could have one superpower, which would it be? Huh. Uh, for me, Derek is teleportation. I just, the idea of being on a sunny beach whenever I want to, so amazing. <laughs> and even though I'm afraid of heights, I'm going to go with flights. Actually, maybe that would help me with my fear of heights because I wouldn't have to worry about falling anymore. So that's I'm true. on flight. Yeah, that's true. You get used to it. You'd be up there all the time. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to encourage people, obviously, to check out the movie uh, on demand or in limited theaters or on DVD when it comes out in six weeks. We're definitely going to push people to, to check the movie out and help you guys out. Anybody listening right now who wants to look for more information on the film, they can go to afflicted-movie.com or check it out on Facebook, facebook.com slash afflictedmovie or at CBS Films on Twitter. They can get some more information there. Do you guys have your own personal Twitter accounts? We do not. Okay. No. We do not tweet. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> no, believe me, sometimes I think you might be better off. <laughs> so, uh, But that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Derek and Cliff, thanks a lot for coming on, man. This was a great interview. We enjoyed talking to you guys. We enjoyed it, too, man. Thank you so much for helping out promote the film. This has been awesome. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, we'll definitely push people to check it out. So, guys, once again, Derek Lee and Cliff Prowse from the movie Afflicted. Uh, all right, we're going to take it out, back to some music, and we will see you next time on our next guest spotlight.